Christmas You can plan on me Please have snow And mistletoe And presents on the tree Christmas Eve will find me Where the love light gleams Ah, hello sunbeams, hi babies Thank you for tuning in We are now entering a season of merriment, heavy traffic And where we feel at most the brokest Welcome to December with Healing with Joyce the Sunbeam. Oh, also, it's my birthday month. So I wanted to switch up the vibe. Our recent episodes have mostly been about deep stuff, a little bit of melancholy, a lot of triumph and victories. But today, we're going to be silly and wild and fun because that's another aspect of me that you guys have yet to see. I'm not this sweet angel, I'm not cute, I'm not innocent, I'm not whatever you guys want to see me as, so please don't worship me. More than anything, I'm human, and I'm going to share some of the most amazing and funny bloopers I've had in my life with you guys. So tune in. Hello, hello. Welcome, Sunbeams. So I have a very special guest on with me today, my dear friend Violet. Um, If anybody can bring out the crazy and the wild out of me, it's definitely my friend. So welcome to the Sunbeam community, Violet. Thank you. First of all, I don't know why you're over here painting me like that. I do not bring out no crazy or wild out of you. It was always <laughs> there. Don't be putting that on me. Well, I feel like you play a part in it. You do. Hmm. Would you agree or no? I mean, yeah, I'll be saying some wild shit. I ain't even gonna lie. I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I just brought you on here to, you know, tell my sunbeams or more like show my sunbeams a different side of me. Because I think I come off as like this super deep, um, maybe moody, philosophical gal, uh, very much an introvert. But I think that's not at all con- true. You are not introverted whatsoever. I can be, you know. That's when? I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there's I'm an ambivert. That's a better way. Okay. Like when I like when I want to be by myself, I'm by myself. Okay, fair enough. I can yes. I could believe that more because introvert is not that don't sound like you. Dang, can't let me have my moment. No, because I'm an introvert. So how are you gonna be over here trying to claim us when I know what introvert like hashtag hermit life is about? You're not about that. That's you always true. telling me to get out the house. Is that what you tell me? That's true. Because I want you to come visit me. Okay. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Not for my own social health is to come and see you. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because guys, unfortunately, Violet and I don't live that close to each other. It's actually so, very fortunate. 
<laughs> wow. And here I was just about to segue into our origin love story of like how we met uh, and you know all that cuteness. So here we go. So we met through a mutual friend who shall not be named because yeah, she's no longer a friend. Here but yeah, but pretty much the hype was built. Let me tell y'all. Mm-hmm. Hearing about Violet for a cool minute. And it was all good things. Don't get me wrong. It was like, she's great. She's amazing. Da, 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 da. However, there was one minor detail about her, but we'll get into that later. Not the minor detail. Not the, what was that? There was this, I was told that, you know, you're not kicking with everybody that okay well that's a big detail that's not minor that's a big detail (laughs) that's a fact I still don't kick it with everybody but go ahead continue I was in the presence of greatness and royalty what can I say well I don't know about all that but Mm -hmm. I just know that you just can't be fucking with everybody because association is a Mm -hmm. big deal you know so Uh, and mm -hmm. I knew that quickly in college so yes that that was true. That's the one thing true that she ended up telling you, huh? Hmm. And that made me more excited, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to meet Violet for myself. And how would I say this nicely? Don't. <laughs> it was dry. She had the personality of a tree stump. Mm. She wasn't enthusiastic. That's what I'll say. I didn't That's feel... Right. I didn't feel the vibes the way I wanted to feel it. Let me just be clear. (laughs) But you, but you were respectful. I'll give you that. You know, I don't necessarily remember what we talked about. I don't either. In fact, I don't even think we had an actual conversation aside from just meeting each other at the calf that day. Um, really? So it was like I, a high and by type of thing? I think it was a high and you were just standing there watching everybody, particularly me. Oh, I mean, I have my eyes on you. Oh, God, chill. <laughs> you were chill. everything that I <laughs> Okay, okay. You know, let's not, uh, let's not get into singing. Um, but yeah. I, I have to say that is quite a a decent summary of how we met. I wouldn't call it a love story. You're so dramatic. It was love Uh, for me. uh, All right. Okay. Well, you can speak for yourself. For me, um, it's true. I was not in a headspace of making friends when I just arrived at college. Um, I had a mindset that I was going to go to college, get my degree and get out. I didn't have any intention of making friends. Um, Building friendships was not a priority for me, uh, which I find very comical now as I am an older person now. I'm like, you know, college is one of those um, important points of your life where you make some long lasting connections, whether it's, you know, professionally or personally. And so for me to naively think that I was going to enter college, get my degree and not make any friendships or connections in the process 
um, was was quite silly. Um, but my whole point was that like I wasn't looking for friends. Um, when I heard about Miss Joyce's words, I, I was not enthused at all. You know, she's right. <laughs> I was just like, all right, cool. You know, nice to meet you. You know, and just kind of like looking at her as as a person that I didn't really intend to get to know. I didn't, granted, I didn't really intend to get to know anyone. In fact, that former mutual friend that we had, like the way we met, like we met crossing paths and she came to me. Otherwise I would have just kept walking um, because that's the type of girl I was in college. I put my headphones in. I'm on a mission to get to class or to get to the cafeteria or any other place related to my studies. I wasn't trying to, you know, key key at all. So anyway, um, meeting Joyce Words was just in my mind at that time was just like, oh, it's just, you know, another new person here in college. Um, and for me, like, I remember telling her that I was like, she's the love of my life. I really, really <laughs> I like her so much. I don't know how you would have had that impression because you were not lying. I was very dry and I had come out of high school just cutting off a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that also contributed to my lack of desire to make any new friends. I was on that no new friends tip heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I didn't see Joyce words coming as far as a friendship goes. I didn't see any of them coming, but I really didn't see her coming because our, our personalities in a lot of ways is polar opposite. You know, she. Opposites attract. I hate that because it's stressful. <laughs> It's stressful. It is stressful because dealing with a person that has the opposite personality of you is stressful. Sometimes you just want it to be easy. Why can't you be like me, huh? Like, why can't you like what I like? Like, why is it that you always on the counter opposite of me? It's tiring. <laughs> Bitch, it's tiring when it comes to you, but I'm still here. But anyway, um. You just I, had to let that out, huh? I had to. I really did because I came to a bit of an epiphany just now. Like, wow, how come people you attract that are opposite of you, even though it, it does tend to make sense, it's also just a lot of work to keep it going. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I met you. I thought you were going to be just, you know, an acquaintance. Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but what ended up really happening is that everyone in our circle at that time fell out <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the truth i was the one <laughs> <laughs> not you saying it so emphatically like that i was the one oh my goodness <laughs> but it's really what happened you know it's it, when you're in your freshman year of college everything is so new and like although the college that we went to a lot of people already knew each other beforehand but still mm -hmm. like it's a new environment and you it's it's just it's a, a new feel mm -hmm. and 
the people you start off with as friends in college or even just your freshman year, like by the end of the semester or quarter, you may not ever talk to that person again. That's very true. And they will look you in the eye and keep going. And keep going. Yeah. And I can think of at least four people right now that was within our circle at that time that mm-hmm. by the end of our quarter, I would not talk to pretty much ever again in college and in life after that. Yeah, and do you remember Squad? <laughs> I'm particularly talking about Squad. Okay. Because that yeah. was a mess. The fact it was that we a mobbed. hot ass mess. <laughs> and one of the more embarrassing moments of my college career. Thankfully, it was early and it was short lived. Mm-hmm. And I came to my senses quickly, mm-hmm. but the whole thing kind of disintegrated. Like it just, it fell apart. And eventually Joyce and I were the last two standing and not by choice. No, 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 no. I don't like that. That's and no, okay. no, we going to keep it. You have to speak your truth. I'm going to speak mine. I don't like that. That's, I know that's you don't not... like it. I don't like a lot of <laughs> shit that you say, but here we are. Anyway, <laughs> it was not by my choice. I'll say that. Um, it's just that we ended up being both. I think what it is is that we were the only ones busy enough and sane enough to remain standing. <laughs> um, because the others just got into a whole bunch of like petty drama that to this day I can't really make head or tail of. Um, but I will not just um, diminish our friendship to just, oh, being the last one standing. I did also end up getting to know getting to know you and your heart and your mind. And, you know, you truly do have a magnetic, um, vibrant energy about you that attracts all kinds of things. And I'm going to insert my special nickname for you that I use mostly in college. I don't use it mostly now anymore, but in college I used it, which is honeycomb because this girl attracts all kind of bees, the good and the bad. And in college, it was just very routine for us to be walking somewhere and having to make 7,500 different stops because she got to say hi to everyone because she knows everybody and her smile is like, causing people she don't know to want to get to know her in the middle of us walking just back to the dorm. I mean, it would be a long ass trip just because she's over here, Miss America, like damn. And it used to annoy me. It still kind of does annoy me thinking about it, but I realize it's because of the, the um, bright energy that she has. Uh, the the personality that she has and it's not fair I think to just describe her as you know fun and sociable and 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 bright um she also has a a unique strength about her that allows her to persevere in very hard times um in her personal and and family life that I have witnessed. And 
I have admired um, both close and afar because um, it's not easy to go through some of the things that she's went through. Um, and I think sometimes her personality doesn't necessarily look as if she's the type to really deal with such dark matters. So she's got she's got those two qualities. She's bright, energetic, and vibrant, but she also she has a a a quiet strength about her that allows her to um, really endure tough times. So that aside, um, also she is sassy ass bitch. Um, <laughs> she can be very rude. You know, I think every every human every creature has some sort of defense mechanism. You know, God has equipped all of us with such. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Um, but for her, her being a, a writer, her weapon is her words. Child, if you come Ooh. for her in a way that she doesn't feel comfortable, if you throw some type of shade at her, Next thing you know, she is writing you some very, um, or <laughs> writing or saying some very deep choice words to you. And I've been on the receiving end of it several times. And I've been like, you know what? <laughs> you better be glad that I know you because otherwise it would have been a wrap a long time ago. Who the hell are you talking to? Definitely. That is my defense. And you know, you, you understand more than anyone, like where that comes from. Mm -hmm. But I have, I experienced, so maybe it's coming from a sensitive place. But I have experienced the problem of being too nice, mm -hmm. and people taking advantage of me, or not taking me seriously, or even, you know, doing things without my permission, because they already have the mindset Oh, Joyce won't mind. She's right. going to say yes anyway. Mm -hmm. So definitely. And I still will give you that fuego. I will give you that heat if you try me. Listen, but I <laughs> will char your ass up. There have been times where I've literally like stared at my phone like, now what the hell would have prompted this? What I say? Who said that? Yeah. And I am working through that. I am working through <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch keep working <laughs> it's gonna take a while amen oh my God. <laughs> but you know it's um um when that happens i know usually what i do is i don't i sometimes i i hit you with the same energy i do sometimes but other times I just go, okay, so clearly I hit a nerve. I hit you with that realness too much. That's usually what happens. When I hit you with that realness and truth too much, you get tight and then you try to come back at me. And then I go, well, I mean, the truth is the truth. Granted, my delivery can be a bit abrasive at times, which I also mm -hmm. am working on. Um, but I've noticed that over the years in our in our friendship that um, your words are your weapons. And so the mm -hmm. the contrary of that is that um, you know, your words also are 
are your are your voice, a beautiful voice that you have been sharing with the world now um, for years and more more recently on on TikTok and others now get to um, enjoy that. So mm-hmm. in any case, you now have you now know I gift and potentially your curse is your words. <laughs> Miss Joyce words. Oh, do you see how I did that? Ooh. I like it. Okay, come through. Come through. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of that, I think it's very important um, that my sunbeams get to know that I'm not all light. I'm not all airy. I'm not like, you know, a unicorn just frolicking through this make-believe world. I think it's imperative that I share some of my harder moments with them because it's hard to believe in something you haven't seen yourself. Mm -hmm. So the best thing I can do is kind of share some of my experiences and what I've gone through, which is brings me to my question. You have been there through some of my hard moments. You have seen me, you have seen the experience, I'm sure. Um, So can you talk a little bit about that? Can you share um, what that was like? Like, who was I in that moment? Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I, I, I became so accustomed to seeing Joyce as just a bright, vibrant light, always happy, which, by the way, was so goddamn annoying for me because I'm like, how is this bitch always happy? Like... It's not a good morning every morning. Sometimes it's just morning. Like it would just be very annoying to me. Um, and so I just I just grew used to that part of her. But um I think towards the last year or so in college, mm-hmm. I did witness a period in Joyce's life where she was in a very dark place. Um, And as I'm sure most of your audience knows, you know, mental health can be a very tricky and challenging place to navigate. Mm -hmm. And the triggers can come from so many different places, right? And you won't even always realize what might trigger you to start to feel down. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you at the time, I I did know what was happening. I did know why you were in that dark place. I think it took a while for you to make the connection on your own. But mm-hmm. at the time, from the outside looking in, I could clearly see what was going on. But it was hard to watch you go through it because you were in it. And I don't think you could see yourself. I don't think you could see the cause of that ish, of that challenge you were going through at that time. And I think you just were so engulfed in that darkness at that time. And basically personality wise you became a stark contrast of what you usually are you know i remember you being just somewhat flat in mm-hmm. your in your demeanor in your conversation 
um, I remember there was just like an an aura of of gloom around you. Um, even entering your space, entering your room, which I'll never forgive them for putting your ass in that room. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, entering your room, I could just feel the energy shift, you know, of it just being real heavy. And granted, you were going through some heavy shit at that time. So I understood. Um, and just not really, even though you did talk, you didn't talk much. You know, you didn't have much of an appetite at that time as well, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were contemplating a lot of different um, methods of how to pick yourself back up. And I remember at the time just feeling the need to like come in and, and pray with you. There would be times where you, I remember you told me and her wifey, um, <laughs> her other friend, our m- mutual friend, I haven't talked to her in some time, but she's a sweetheart. I remember she both told us at some times, like if we could come into her room and and sleep in the room, you know, beside mm-hmm. her in the other bed, just because she needed some company. She needed another presence in the room. She didn't want to be alone. Um, because of how dark um, that time was for her, um, particularly her thoughts. And it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. But I also knew at that time that it was going to be temporary. You would get through it, Mm -hmm. but you would have to do the work to get through it. I remember telling you so many different times, like you got, it's not just going to happen overnight where you just wake up and you snap out of it. You're going to have to work to snap out of it. You'll have to work to preserve and restore your mental health, you know? And I watched you on your own and with the help of God and the prayers and support of others, I watched you gradually pick yourself up go out of the room for walks and to get sunlight and and learn how to eat something even when you didn't feel like eating something and you know listening to inspirational you know messages and and gospel music i saw you make the effort to get out of that headspace that dark headspace you were in And eventually, by the grace of God, you know, you got through that period and you started to really learn yourself more, I think, too. I think you started Mm -hmm. to learn, you know, what causes that feeling for you. Um, I think you started to learn what works and does not work for you in terms of making sure, you know, your mental health is in a positive place. I think you started to deal with some of the things that were maybe wrong subconsciously that you were maybe avoiding for a long time. You know, I think you really did, even though it was tough to watch you do the work at that time to really filter through 
and pick apart the reasons or causes of why you were there. And it's not always easy to do that. And honestly, it doesn't always make sense. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like it's, it's not a linear path. You know, you're not always going to like be able to correlate. This is why this is happening. No, but I saw her in college, which is obviously such a volatile time for a lot of people because you're just going through and doing through so much. I saw you in college go do that pretty much on your own. And while it was tough, I think it was, I think it was. It was imperative. It was a building. It was a building stage for you. And not to say that you haven't had some moments since then. Mm -hmm. You have had some moments since then, but I think you know your tools. You also Mm -hmm. have, you know, your mental health professionals that help as well. Mm -hmm. And I think in the times where I have seen you kind of slip into some sort of like a, a dark or gray space, I think I've seen you come out of it a lot quicker um, yeah. because I, you know what works for you. You know your resources and and you're just smarter about it. I think the first time it happened when in college, I think you, it just came out of nowhere and, and you were completely unaware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you've gotten older, you've gotten more <laughs> mature. Um and I think I think you really have evolved and done a lot of work since then. So I'm happy to say that although I did witness that dark place you were in and it was hard to see as your friend, I think now, even in those moments where you might temporarily in a short period slip into that, I think you've done so much good work and and not only preventing it, but also just like being able to work through it and get out of it quicker. So sun beams, it ain't always sunny. (laughs) Right. Joyce's word and Joyce's words and world. Oh my God. I'm really just full of puns and metaphors. Like (laughs) a truth. This podcast thing may be something. Okay. I told you, you got it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, again, it's that's kind of the interesting thing is just having the support system. I don't think I could have done it without you, my wifey and so many amazing people without the strength of God, because I don't think it's truly me in these moments. I see so much of God's love and all the, you know, divine intervention to get me back to where I need to be after going through these storms in our lives. So I'm truly grateful for you. And, you know, I might over share the love sometimes, but, mm. you know, it's coming from a place of pure appreciation. Oh, I know you, you can be a, a you can be a smotherer. You can smother. <laughs> um, but I also know that, you know, that's part of like how you express your your appreciation and i i don't think you should give 
really much of us credit. Yes, you know, it's good to have a support system, but at the end of the day, the choice to work on things and to dig deep, it comes from within. It comes from within. We, you know, you can have as much external encouragement as, you know, you can have a whole community around you, but that choice still comes from within and and you dug deep you did and Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of that moment in particular because I know that could not have been easy but you know I'm really around because you know this is an, an investment you know I just knew after some time that you were gonna be big and I'm like you know I need to like stick around so I can get a return on this investment because you know this might be beneficial for me so like this ain't just altru- all altruistic, you know, like a bitch is in it for herself too. Okay, guys, let me translate. Vi- <laughs> Violet just said she loves me so much. Oh, really? Is that what I said? <laughs> you know, that, you know, she doesn't know what she's going to do without me. Is that and really we- what I said? Okay, we go here. <laughs> and they we gonna tell you for life forever. Oh, they gonna tell you, uh, Joyce. Uh, that is not what Violet said at all. <laughs> Play it back. <laughs> Play. <laughs> they gonna be confused. They gonna be like, but she just said that she she a gold stayer, <laughs> platinum member, <laughs> platinum <laughs> member. Yeah, she didn't say she. But I'm in it for the long haul to sum it up nicely. Um, not because I know she's going to be big in whatever she does and whatever creative path she takes, but because um, we've been friends for this long and I done seen enough of her shit already. So <laughs> I love you too. You know what? All right. We don't leave it at that. All right, let's take a quick break. Um, yeah, and then we'll come back and share some fun stories, some of our lighter but very exciting and wild moments in college. Oh, so boy. stay tuned. Well, I'm so excited to share this other aspect of me because I think this is purely me at heart. And I'm almost ashamed to say this. But I'm wild, I'm crazy, I'm a little bit of a freak, you know, just a little bit, just a little paprika. Um, Mm. But yeah, I love to talk about dirty stuff. I love a good dirty joke. And I write eroticas. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Mm. (laughs) So welcome back, Violet. So let's share. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Let's share some of our funniest, craziest stories together. Or that you remember. I mean, there's just so many that comes to mind. I mean, which one would you like me to share? Because, you know, don't deep end, girl. You might end before you begin. I'm dead. All right. How about the one where you guys all abandoned me? Ah, yes, this is a classic. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't like to describe it as abandonment from my point of view, because I had not even known that you had fallen 
Um, cause I have, I was already way ahead, but basically the way the story goes is that in the college that we went to, everything was a hike. Everything was a mile away. The dorm was, um, pretty far from the cafeteria and on a regular day, it took a long time to get to the cafeteria, but it's particularly more, um, it's, it's, it's more of a chore to get food when it's been raining or it's been cold over the last couple of days. So I remember this being a weekend. I think it was pro- probably a Sunday. It, mm-hmm. was, it was rainy um, that weekend. And when that happens, basically you sit in your dorm and you go, you know, am, how hungry am I? I mean, can I just go to sleep and wake up and get food the next morning? Or do I really, really need to make this hike tonight to the cafeteria? Yeah. Well, and then your stomach gives its input. It'd be like, roar, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, in this case, though, we had got together. It was four of us. Um, we had got together that morning and decided that we were going to go um, brace the elements um, and and go get some food in the cafeteria. Um, it was really wet outside. It actually had stopped raining. So I think our thought was that while it's not raining right now, let's go ahead and grab food real quick before it starts raining again. So we're walking through the lobby of our of our dorm. And I was I I'm naturally a fast walker. Um, Joyce can tell you anybody can tell you I was booking it. Um, so I was ahead of the pack, followed by um we're just going to call her um, Antelope. (laughs) (laughs) Followed by Antelope, our other former friend. Um, And short stuff. And and short stop. How about that? Oh, okay. And so, and then after short stop was Joyce. And so I'm ahead of the pack. I'm booking it. I'm, I'm, trying to make it down. Um, Antelope is behind me. And then all of a sudden I hear shortstop dying laughing. And I'm really not trying to pay that much attention because like I said, I'm trying to get this food, but like she's dying laughing and she like is still in the lobby. And that's because Joyce done wet down like a ton of bricks and apparently shortstop and antelope witnessed it and antelope just kept walking (laughs) but shortstop was there dying laughing but the point is is that she joyce fell and nobody cared including me in that moment god help me i did not walk back to that lobby nobody cared to help her up wow y'all were fake fake for real no, I was real. I was hungry. <laughs> I was real hungry. That's what I was. <laughs> it became the Hunger Games. It really did. You remember, we used to emerge out of the dorm like bats that had been, you know, sleeping through the day. We used to just come out and just like, woof, come yeah. into the cafeteria. 
I used to, what did I used to say? I used to say I was um, gathering for the winter. Right. I mean, even when it wasn't winter, even when it was spring, I still felt like I was gathering for the winter. I felt like a squirrel, squirrel gathering its acorns, you know, to store away in the, in the room so they don't have to come back too often. So it was a serious matter for me. So when, I mean, I, I felt bad that you fell. It was also pretty funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, girl, I, 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 um, I mean, I was like, she laughing. She cool. She, I mean, she all right. Was I though? Was I? Because that's not was. what I regret. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Short top was. That's for sure. <laughs> Let me give you guys a point of reference though. Yes. Our please school. Please explain your side because you're the one who fell. I'm, you see how most of my story is about how I'm just Surviving. trying to get food. Right, right. I hope it was good. <laughs> it wasn't. It never was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just to give you guys a point of reference, our school was in the mountains in a secluded area where people who go up there usually don't come out the same. Let's mm. just put it like that. And mm. the nearest, like, I guess, reasonable grocery store was honestly about 45 minutes to like a Walmart or Target. Yes. And to add to that, it was a trip. Like it was an event. It was an occasion. It was a social activity to go and get basic necessities from Target or Walmart. That's how far it was from our college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And driving up there was actually a risk. It actually we did sadly, you know, lose students. Right, uh, right. Coming up and down that mountain. Yeah. That is so true. In fact, my parents to this day are so grateful to God that I literally made it out of there with my life and degree, mm-hmm. of course, because it is such a secluded area with such narrow roads and mm-hmm. it. Honestly, at times, like, especially at night, it could be a scene of, like, you know, a horror movie, just of, like, how, mm-hmm. like, no, but, like, if you think about it, very dark, very narrow roads, and, like, there was no, there was hardly any pavement on some of the roads, too, like. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember driving through low, dense fog. It, it was yeah. the scariest thing I've right. ever been through. Especially in the winters. It was very, like. Harry Potter like in some ways so yeah that's to paint the picture as she was saying like that's to paint the picture of how our her our college was and how getting food was a mission in and of itself so please continue from your point of view right so what had happened was <laughs> I I think I tripped I was wearing my sandals which I have just found out you know in 20 almost 2022 that nobody liked so I'm gonna leave a little salt out you know but I was wearing not appropriate shoes but mind you we weren't even outside yet so I ended up tripping over I think a rug or something that was misplaced all I remember was I fell face forward in slow motion Mm -hmm. and I and I made contact 
with the de- uh, our desk worker at that time. And this this person just watched me fall. And we're just looking at each other as I fall. Now, what type of shit is that? It was like something out of a movie. Listen, they, she said they don't pay me enough to be doing first aid <laughs> for these people. You, you gonna have to figure it out. Get up, girl. <laughs> right. That's actually um, a sermon, but we, we could talk about that later. Mm. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, and I don't know if I was in shock. I honestly, to this reg- day, regret not singing because maybe that would have helped people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I should have been like, I'm going down. <laughs> oh, man. Because I flatlined. All you heard was a big. Oh, shut up. You did not flatline. You landed <laughs> flat on your face. So dramatic. Anyway. Am I allowed to tell my story? Because you was outside at this point. That's true. (laughs) I did not witness this fall. I heard the laughter as a result of the fall. I did not witness this. So let me shut my ass up. Go ahead. Yeah, you were like Kenya in the Olympics. You was gone. (laughs) (laughs) You said whoosh. (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) <laughs> no, but here it gets worse, guys. It gets worse. So I'm just laying on the floor contemplating life. I was waiting for somebody to say, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, should I have gotten a life alert? Like, so many questions were going through my mind. Like, physically, I was okay. But I was shocked and hungry. <laughs> so now... <laughs> So now I ain't get no food. All right. And antelope slash Bambi. Um, whatever we want. <laughs> really is. Wow. Bambi is a good way to describe her too. I'm dead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. She, she saw it and kept going. She said, oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> And then I think after it was Bambi, then Shawty saw. And then I think Shawty might have done like not even a U-turn, maybe just like a little swivel. She did a swivel and stop and was laughing. And that's what Mm -hmm. I heard. I heard the Mm -hmm. laughter. Right, right. Mind you guys, I was on the floor this whole time. This story has to do with me being in a compromising position. Oh, bitch, which... shut up. You know what? You are, I'm sorry. I can't let you finish this story because you are being so dramatic. Okay. Why are you turning you wanna... into yay right now? I can't let you <laughs> I can't let you finish. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, but no, really. <laughs> I, I can't let you continue this story like this because I'm in a compromising position. Girl, you were fine. Your, I think your pride and, and ego was probably bruised more than stop for you. You probably were questioning your friends, not your physical ability. <laughs> well, you know, booty was tilting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yes, in all seriousness, I was completely fine. Just very embarrassed. Yes. And embarrassed yes. about my friend group, definitely. I mean, 
I would be too at that moment, but I think you got to give us some grace. We was some hungry animals. <laughs> Bye, Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We were hungry animals, you know, like it was, we, we were under such um, starving conditions and we probably weren't acting like ourselves. Well, I can't speak for Bambi. She, she actually probably would have done that fully fed or hungry. <laughs> But for me, I knew I was on a mission to get to the cafeteria and wasn't nobody going to stop me, even a, you know, even a wounded soul on the road. So as I I laid, as I lay there, I just whispered, go on without me. This is what happens when you have an English major writer as a friend. You just get all this like dramatic soliloquies and sonnet type language. This the girl, save it. You was fine. You was embarrassed. And none of your friends at the time were really of any help. And you was tight about it. End of story. Right. I needed a gurney help. You did not need shut up <laughs> I'm just kidding but it's funny <laughs> no yeah but was the food worth it though was it worth it was it? never worth it I mean you know of all people the food was not worth it right no that's very fair but you know you're right we, we were all hungry we were and that's probably why you even tripped too over here trying to get as fast as you can to the cat poop <laughs> exactly hungry and hurt hungry as and I, hurt dang as i look up at the desk worker shout out to whoever did that <laughs> <laughs> hungry and hurt honestly is probably the name of another podcast yeah that's, that's real mm-hmm yeah but you know all is forgiven we had so many adventures guys that that's the least of our mm. shenanigans mm-hmm. yeah speaking of it do you have another one in mind I think you should talk about you know I mean it's about to get real um gross in here so if you are eating anything and you got a weak stomach I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know you should probably stop eating uh, mm-hmm. because I think one of the more funnier stories although it was quite serious at the time is your backed up plumbing due to the food in our college oh yeah mm-hmm. that was a moment it's yeah. still a moment it was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so Okay, so now we've told the story about how getting food um, in college was pretty much, um, it, t- it took a valiant effort to get food in college. A quest like no other. A quest, yes. A voyage, if you will. Yeah. So there's that. We didn't say that the food was actually hot shit. And that actually is end up going to be uh, another pun in a second. But anyway, um, the food quality just left a lot to be desired. Mm. Um, we went to a school that pretty much only permitted uh, 
vegetarian options. So there was no meat. Well, there was no meat when we were there. Apparently that might've changed. But anyway, mm. um, so because there was like the, the protein choices were very limited and oftentimes like they weren't a lot of protein choices at all. It was just, you know, deep fried, refried tofu, which at yeah. that point is a sponge and looks hardly edible. But anyway, you know, you bread anything, you dip anything in batter and fry it, you go eat it, especially in college, because that's the American way in general. But I'm, I digress. Oh. The shade. I digress. My bad. But anyway, um, so not a lot of protein options. What ended up happening is that a lot of things, a lot of what should have been protein was replaced with just a lot of carbs. There was at least two to three different types of potato every day. Mm -hmm. Right. There was tater tot. There was French fries. There was waffle fries. There was a baked potato. There was mm-hmm. potatoes. Yeah. There was greasy pizza. And granted, the greasy pizza hit sometimes, especially if it's damn near 12 midnight. It hit sometimes. And you douse that thing with some hot sauce, you know, you can make it work. But that reminds me of my choices in men. You know, it hits oh. sometimes. <laughs> well, damn. That greasy pizza analogy. Woo. Oh, no. Girl, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> okay, we go stop. We go we bring it stop back. on that one, but you're right. You're right. <laughs> I think a lot of us are out there just like, if I just douse it with enough sriracha, it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> to have just you back fooling ourselves. <laughs> mm. Worst choice. Anyway, um, so yeah, so just a lot of carbs. There was a very sad and questionable um, salad bar. And the reason why I say questionable is because we're not entirely sure how often the the produce was rotated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being an area where people congregated a lot. And so it was just a lot of it's funny because if we were in the era of COVID back then, we would have all been sick because there's just a lot of talking and mouth breathing around that area. Hookup um, station. Yeah, facts. So, and you, know, you get you. I'm sure you all get the picture. Just not the great choice, not the greatest choices of food um, there. Um. But in particular, there was one item that was routine almost every day, and that was taqueria. And taqueria is basically just the saddest form of dense nachos. Mm. Am I right? Or am I right? Yeah, cardboard. First, you got to do your cardboard layer. And then, you know, your very strange beans. They were strange. Some (laughs) days they were thick. Some days they were watery. What the hell? Yeah. And a little bit of a rubbery contact sometimes. Yes. Lord, help us. And the veggie meat. Oh, Lord. Remember that? If you knew what was good for you, you had to skip the veggie meat. Because that's what's really going to mess you up, too. Mm -hmm, That part. 
Yeah. yeah. Let's see, was that? And so then there was a questionable cheese. Mm. Just a very. It wasn't even Velveeta now that I it was about. not Velveeta. That is honestly, that would be disrespectful to Velveeta to even compare it to that. They do better than that. Mm-hmm. It was it like was, some tar type of it was, <laughs> You said tar? Yeah. Tartita. Oh. Tartita was out in these streets. <laughs> it was some unidentified, ambiguous queso. Okay. <laughs> Not the queso. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was some basic salsa. And so basically, oftentimes that was the last option available mm-hmm. in the cafeteria, or it was just the only option. Um, that uh, the only hot option at the end of a long day. And so a lot of students would resort to the taqueria well miss joyce over here resorted to it maybe too many god dang times and she go i mean i'm glad she can live the day to tell this story but at the time it was looking very serious for sis right almost didn't make it never would have made it oh (laughs) you might as well insert the clips in here rather than singing it oh well you gotta clear it first never mind girl go ahead and do your karaoke thank you let (laughs) me have my moment you stay (laughs) trying to take the mic (laughs) girl let me shut up talk about what happened when you had taqueria way too much okay so it was a series of unfortunate events um (laughs) pun installed book reference right there boom (laughs) (laughs) yes but I don't know why I to this day I can't tell you why that choice was made but anyway I did it for a straight a whole week straight and then I noticed that something wasn't regular something wasn't right I was like "Mm, body you good and it was like no bitch (laughs) so what happened was I hadn't gone to the bathroom I hadn't done number two for like a week straight And it was getting bad because I had tried all the regular, I guess, regulators, prune juice, laxative. It wasn't moving. It was like a brick house in my stomach. That's all I can say. And it was getting quite uncomfortable, you know, couldn't wear a crop top. I was bloated. Like, it was a situation. It got so bad that I had to call in the team. Okay, so there's my wifey. She was a nursing major, but that wouldn't have mattered. She's just a great friend to have anyway. We had another mutual friends. I think it was like four people total taking shifts with me to make sure that, you know, we got this thing regulated and going. It Guys, it was bad. We were doing walks together. Uh, we had a gr- We had a group text. <laughs> you gone to the bathroom yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, even I had one friend, you know, come in with me and offer me some entertainment, like a newspaper or a book or something, because I was just in the bathroom. That was my second home at that point. I feel um, sorry for my bathroom mates because we all shared this one crusty, like, bathroom. And on top of that, I'm hogging it. 
And mind you, school is still in session. I still got to go to classes and all this stuff. So fast forward, it got to the point where I had to go to the local um, doctor slash ER, whatever you want to call it, um, placed. Yeah, and pretty much... The hospital girl, that's what they call it. The hospital, (laughs) I'm dead. I'm having a moment. It's fine. (laughs) It's the PTSD setting in. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, remembering this traumatic moment in my life. Um, But yeah, it got so bad, you know, that at this point, privacy was out the door. Mm. Everything was invasive because Mm. this is this is very serious when you've gone that long without going to the bathroom. So, you know, the doctor checked for everything. He did the test. He did um, all these type of labs. And he even was like, we're going to check for hemorrhoids. Make sure, you know, it's all good in the back. And thankfully, there was nothing bad going on in the back. But what I was not prepared was the, what do you call it? Violet, um, where they stick your finger up. The the rectal exam, they stuck the finger up your booty. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was not ready for. You know, but it's a necessary. He could probably feel the taqueria up there. Oh. Oh, no. No, you violating. I'm going to need you to not be so descriptive in that <laughs> image. Ooh, girl. Girl, that finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it went all the way up. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was very painful. It's not my thing, I learned. But... <laughs> it, it ain't for kink. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, and he put a whole bunch of lube on too. Oh, so I was this I was like, into a whole nother podcast. We gotta refocus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry guys, bringing it back. <laughs> but it was bad. He said, I'm gonna count to three. So I was prepared for three. He did it on two. I was not prepared for two. Okay. There were tears. That's all I can say. Yes. So my final <laughs> My final offer from the doctor was like, okay, we've got this strong thing for you. Pretty much, I don't remember the medical name. It's been a while. But pretty much, it's dynamite up your ass. (laughs) He said, we can put some dynamite up your ass. and That will take care of it, hopefully. You know? So I begged, y'all. I said, no, 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 no. Please, please. Because the thing is, still in school, guys. So I have to keep into consideration where I'm a release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I've heard of it before. I had someone tell me about it. And they said, it's so bad. You just going to be shitting everywhere on the walls, on in your pants, wherever. So I wasn't looking for those type of problems, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, please, 24 hours. I could do this you know so he agreed so he was like okay we're not going to do that I'll give you a little bit of time to see if you can pass it but then you definitely if you can't do it you're definitely going to be right here working for NASA you know 
So oh, oh. I, <laughs> I said, okay, you know, and it could have been willpower. It could have been, you know, just that placebo effect. But I went God, to the girl. That's what it was. Yeah, that too. I got a homie for me, but we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that another time. I love God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. We may, you know, talk crazy. And our mouths may be filthy at times, but make no mistake, we are sinners saved by grace and still sinning, but still hopefully having grace left over. (laughs) I'm dead. Don't get it twisted. My address is right besides the pearly gates. I may not get in, but the view is still great. Oh, no. You adjacent? (laughs) You heaven adjacent? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. So, and let me tell you guys, it was such a big deal that there was a celebration. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let y'all know that my friends are awesome. So I had to let everyone know. I said, I went to the bathroom, you know, I let him know. And there was like a unanimous cheering, support, applaud. Oh, I every- was so happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't want you to go through the emotional and physical trauma in some ways of having um, your pipes blown out like that. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, imagine I was on a date. (laughs) Girl, if you really, you know what, that's the type of thing where if you really are going on this date under duress. <laughs> that's but what the, you would do. Yeah. Would have definitely tried some shenanigans like that. You <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, like you the shit for real for real. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it into a pickup line. <laughs> oh my goodness. At that point you might as well just like get the film crew and make it a parody because won't nobody believe that somebody's taken a powerful enema or of some sort and went on a date? <laughs> well, That's to be fair, true. at that point, to be fair, I didn't know exactly how it worked. So even hypothetically, if I had taken it, would it work in an hour? Would it work in a few right. hours? Yeah. That's so. True. That would have just been stupidity on my part. It would have been. Absolutely. Yeah. It would have been. Thankfully, yeah. you um, were in or near a toilet um, and didn't even have to get to that part. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. That would have been something yeah. else. But shout out to the people who have gone through that. You yeah. y'all the real ones. That's all. Very that's brave. Yeah. Very brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you ever want to work in a field about rocket science, you know the and the speed and the pressure that is needed to make that thing go. Girl, you are so dramatic. Shut up. <laughs> I'm over here thinking about it. if you ever want to go into the field of medicine, you say rocket science, girl. Bye. <laughs> yeah, this is the real me. I really don't think the sunbeams are ready for this podcast. But oh well. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think it's I think it's imperative of everyone 
to be your authentic self, right? And not everyone deserves every part of you. So like, Mm -hmm. yes, there's parts of you that you should reserve for people you truly trust and, you know, people you feel safe around. But for the most part, you know, we're all like, we all have different parts of us. You know, we're not one dimensional, we're multi-dimensioned people. Mm -hmm. And Joyce is not any different. You know, what she presents um, on TikTok is a part of her. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not, you know, the whole story. And listen, I love to pop people's bubbles, child. That's one thing I love to do. Absolutely. And, and so I'm happy to shed light on um, the woman behind Joyce. Um, you know, the layers behind Joyce and the parts of her that I don't know. Like she'll say she'll do something and then won't tell me until like two, three months later. Oh, you still holding on to that? I mean, are we still alive? Well, damn. All right. <laughs> we can argue about this in the retirement home when we get oh, there. Here we go. This is a running theme for Joyce. Like she's always envisioning a life together when we're old and and grumpy. And I just I'm I want peace in my retirement and that will not <laughs> be her. Sure, sure, sure. It won't so, be. But you could just turn off your ear things. So you just automatically assume that I'm going to be deaf when I'm old? I'm going to be deaf and still hear your ass. Do you know that? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm going to learn sign language for when you start ignoring me. (laughs) You're going to be like, I love you, bitch. No, no, no. Just listen. (laughs) First of all, I would hope to God that I'm not in a home in my older years. But like, if I am by some crazy reason because my future unconceived children don't love me, put me far away from Joyce, please. I told you I'll send you postcards if they still have postcards, you know, in the future. I'll send you a hologram. You, no, mm -mm. no, I'm, first of all, what makes you think you gonna be fucking with that technology? Oh, you're going to be like, I don't know how to work this shit. You know damn well that's you. <laughs> for, sure, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's you. I'm going to send you a hologram and you won't know how to open it or it's going to open on your ass. you going to inadvertently just... How'd that happen? Don't worry, because I'm going to be the hologram. Oh, gosh. When I come to wherever you're at. Don't even no. worry about it. No, listen, you stay where you going to be in Shady Grove's Senior Center. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> Why I got to be at Shady Grove's? I've already envisioned it in my mind, you know, and you know how they be having them group activities for the little seniors. They're so cute. And I, I really do love that community sometimes. 
but you gonna be that one like real feisty halfway inappropriate one you know but before i hate to cut you off but we are going way over time now okay yes yes i do (laughs) it's okay we definitely should do a part two but i am very grateful to have you on the podcast thank you for being a part of sharing another aspect of me you know so it's been great to go down memory lane with you and my sunbeam community will love you as much as i do i know that's a fact well they don't gotta like me but i'm gonna still be in here in the background but regardless of my presence or not in your podcast or on your you know social media content um I, my hope and prayer is that your audience continues to grow and continues to benefit from your, your light um, and your message. And um, also to keep in mind that you are human just like the rest of us and uh, you've got different sides and I'm happy to showcase a few. <laughs> you mean expose? <laughs> I was trying to be nice, but yes, you're right. Expose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. You keep me honest. So thank you for tuning in, Violet, to the Sunbeam community. And I hope you can come back again. Well, let, well let, let's see if they, if they like my presence here. And if, if, it, if that's the case, then I'm happy to join again to support. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Girl, when you go end this? <laughs>